0: Shut up
1: and sit down. Well, it's time again.
2: The time has
1: come. It's, uh, it's time, it's time for us to sing at me. Because, you know, that's what she does.
3: It's been a long time since I've done that. It's
2: been a couple of weeks since you've
1: done the singing. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the new Utah podcast. It's uh, episode 42. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, not a good day so far. So we came back from vacation. Which just
4: sucks in general.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's always a downer. It was a good vacation. A little, it is a little long weekend in St. George and Zion Park, and uh, but we come back and we've obviously our fence blew down. We talked about that a couple times, and we put up a temporary fence. Well, uh, we went and fixed it. First thing we do when we got home was fix it again because apparently there was a another problem a rip on it or something, and um, everything seemed fine. And uh, the neighbor's dog got put in our backyard because she was out because she gets out all the damn time. And we usually just stick her in our backyard, and Leah loves to play with her, and they just hang out and have a good time and uh, go out there like 20, 30 minutes later, and they're both gone. So uh, if you see a pit bull running around, and we haven't found her by tomorrow, then uh, let us know. Um, So that's kind of a bummer.
2: She likes people, which is good
1: and bad. Yeah, she likes people. She likes dogs. She's super, super friendly. She's not aggressive at all. Um, I've never seen her be aggressive in any way, shape, or form to anyone. So, um, she's a super sweet dog. So, that's kind of a bummer. Uh, another bummer is your bees, man.
2: My bees. So, yes, last weekend we had decent enough weather that I could open it up. Because if, if they're in there and the weather is still too cold and you do open it up, you you do risk killing the hive. But we had decent enough weather this last weekend. So, I opened enough it up and my hunch was correct. Um, however, they didn't, they didn't
1: fly away. They didn't leave. They like were I murdered. thought. I and don't know. It's
3: worse. Yeah. They, they were murdered attacked. Murdered bees. So yeah. were pretty violent.
1: So they, they didn't just die because it got too cold. They, no, they were actually attacked.
2: They were attacked because there's whatever, 5,000 dead bees in, on and around the entire hive. But the, the sign is when you open it up, the comb was shredded and all the honey was gone. So uh-huh. if they'd have left, that'd have been not a single bee and no honey. And the comb would have been intact if they just would have frozen and died. Um, the comb was still the there. The comb would have and been the honey left. would still be there, but with with all of them dead and not a lick of honey in the whole thing, that means they were attacked. Could it be? It could be another stronger hive that's nearby. Could be the hive that left you. It Could be the. Hive <laughs> that left a couple years ago, they came back and like, hey, what's
4: going on, squatters?
2: <laughs> uh, possibly wasps, but
4: I do wasps take honey?
2: Oh yeah. However, typically wasps are stupid, and they can't amass a large-scale attack against the hive. Because so, they're
1: smaller hives. Right. Like so four population. or five of
2: them will go in there, and they won't even get past the front gate. So I would almost imagine it was another hive when we had that weird, warm yeah. spell. Another hive wasn't doing so well, so they sent their scouts out. They found the honey in this hive. And if, if they have a larger hive, say seven, 8,000 bees... It's they'll send easy. a whole swarm of them. They'll come in. They'll force their way in, kill everybody, take the honey. It's it's like Game of Thrones. I it's like <laughs> So luckily, uh, I know we talked about it a few weeks ago. Luckily, I did order my new ones. So... The hunch was good on that one because you only have a small window to actually order them, so so I did. Yeah.
1: But. Well, and you saw that uh, that other hive that you can put them in. So yeah, if needs be, I do have that back. Are, are you going to put them in that other hive? Are you going to use the same one? Just clean no, it same
2: out? one. I I cleaned it out over the weekend. I want to make a couple quick modifications in the next couple weeks because of the two hives. It's a much better hive. It's just yeah. better built. So yeah, it's, it's sad. It's it's kind of just part of having bees. Anybody who's done it for any length of time, I don't know anybody who keeps an original hive for more than about two or three seasons that's just i mean and that's part of the problem with the decline in bees is it's just hard to keep up yeah. so yes that's my sad story not as sad as your dogs or your dog uh, but still sad
1: five thousand little happy five bees thousand deaths. <laughs> genocide pure genocide war crimes have genocide um Damn. Well, and Jess, you had an exciting week, right? You went to see some princesses and other weird-ass Disney characters.
3: <laughs> I only think I saw one princess. Well, I did see Belle, but she was on the carousel with the Beast. But as far as like getting pictures, I think I only got one from Princess and the Frog. She's my favorite.
1: How much? How much Beauty and the Beast shit was there at at Not a lot. Disneyland? Really? So
3: they have these these <laughs> cups, these elusive cups, um, that have they're like tumblers. And I'm pretty sure they were in the park for like two days. People were buying them by the 20s. They're all on eBay now for like 40 bucks. Has a rose up the middle that lights up. And they had no idea when they were going to be getting them back in stock. But there really wasn't like... I mean, they had this, had spots just like they do for no. any like anniversary or event that they have. But it wasn't... I wouldn't say it was excessive. There's way more Star Wars than there is Beauty and the Beast. Well,
2: and the... Um, Tower of Terror conversion is underway. It's, well, not only underway; it's just supposed to be done
3: at the end of May fifth. Because May 5th No, I think it's gonna be. Th- I think it'll be after Guardians come out. But the flag for the um, what's his name? The guy that holds all the stones. Um,
1: oh, are the you traitor about Thanos. No, 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 oh, no,
3: the no, no. The collector. Yeah, his flag is flying now outside it they hung oh, it while i was cool. there it was i have a picture of it it's actually really so cool. is it
1: going to be like a, a tour through the collector's museum maybe i i based on i think they the could do a, a art, lot of
3: it i think they could do a lot it was amazing what they did in in the four days that i was there just on yeah. the exterior
2: based yeah. off the concept art i've seen for it that's kind of it you've been captured by the collector and you're in those tubes and i it's something to that effect i don't know
1: it'll be cool it'll still be fun it's sad, Tower of Terror's gone.
3: It is sad, so but I only saw while I was there for the four days. I only saw one other Tower of Terror shirt besides the one I was wearing.
2: So that my dad's so company cool. built Tower of Terror, by the way. That's what you said. Uh, and cars. I didn't know that.
3: What? That's amazing. Cool. Yeah. They
2: built structural steel for it.
3: That's awesome.
1: So that's really cool. That's really cool. Cars. <laughs> well,
2: so uh, <laughs> I have to.
3: So I went. I I met up with um some cousins, and they each brought one of their kids with them. And Charles is, he'll be five soon. He's a very sensitive little dude. And we got off the cars, the Radiator Springs car ride, and you're you're going on it, and it's it's like a nice, cool breeze drive, and then all of a sudden you're in a race, and... And we get off, and he was like, "I hate that ride." And and I was like, "But you were so brave. You already did it, so you don't need to be scared of it anymore." And he were walking up the stairs, and my cousin actually took a picture of it. And he looked at me and he said, "Jessica, you're hurting my feelings right
1: now."
2: (laughs) There are a lot of hurt feelings. (laughs) That's a fun. That's a fun ride. I I know when we went for the first time a couple years ago, my little guy it scared the crap out of him because you're you're your well,
3: well it was funny though because he loved the teacups he loved like the little roller coasters but it's anything the race that, part I think that I, it, w- it was actually the up and down of it that he didn't like but anyways it was I hurt his feelings it was sad I'm
1: a terrible person I am a terrible person <laughs> that's what I hear <laughs> so uh, what do we got going on this week Jess in terms of events?
3: Well, our first awesome announcement is that Tracy Rolf's Amazon release is on the 19th. I believe it's Sunday, correct? Because uh, 17th, yes, or is that Saturday?
2: No, no, no. the 19th is Sunday. Okay, Monday's the 20th. So her Amazon release. So
3: the actual release of her book on Amazon uh, that she was talking no, to us about. It's
2: released on both Amazon UK and Amazon US, all correct? all together. All the Amazons.
1: All, all the, the Amazons.
3: Amazons. Yes, Um, our friends Phil Colgan have a show on the seventeenth, of course, because it's St. Patrick's Day, and in in between those performances, they gotta do the
2: Popeye song.
3: Yes, so they're performing in Park City (laughs) and the Park City Cabin, and it starts at seven, and they have a bagpiper every hour on the hour. That's kind of cool. It It is cool. Was it you who
2: posted that thing about bagpipes were actually a weapon in World War One? You read
1: that? I gotta be. Of course. I gotta be honest with you, though. I fucking hate St. Patrick's Day. I will not go out to events (laughs) at St. Patrick's Day. You don't. Not Not in Utah. You You don't need to. Like I just. Well, haven't you been? I want you back in like Boston. (laughs) Just in general, like it is. It is fucking amateur hour on St. Patty's Day. (laughs) So I was in Chicago. Yeah, that's what it was. And and St. Patty's Day, I was there for business or something, and I needed a. I needed a pub to watch soccer because there were soccer games on. And I needed a soccer pub so I could see the Real Salt Lake game. They had to have it in All Star Kick. So I get to the pub and talking to this bartender. He's like, "I fucking hate today." (laughs) Well, (laughs) they did the. You said you
3: saw the green, the green river. They just did that this last weekend. The Chicago
1: Chicago River green. He's like, "Yep." Every fucking year on St. Patrick's Day, it's like New Year's. Bunch of fucking idiots. They get way too drunk. They puke all over everything. They never fucking tip. They order drinks and fucking just make a giant mess. Because everyone then, wants green beer. Yeah, and and it. it I'm
3: pretty it, sure you could do that anytime. Just take some food, die the bar with you. And
1: seriously, like seven o'clock, they started fucking rolling in. Already hammered. Seven nice. o'clock. Just
3: game. It's,
1: it's like no, I just there's there, Yeah, like so there's the
3: tons going on, but go somewhere cool like. Piper down or go to see Folk Hogan. Go even though they're in Park City. Just go there and support local people. Don't be douchebag. And like don't
1: Chris drink said. and drive.
3: Yeah, take take the lift.
2: Take the lift or the Ubers if you like. Especially douchebags. if they pass the uh,
3: .05. Well, but it's That's, not yet because yeah, yeah. Herbert has to still sign all He's of those. So sign
1: it and it'll be a while. So and we're not going to talk about that. Today. Sorry, we're not talking about <laughs> tonight. We we are going to give you guys a reprieve yeah. from legislation today.
3: So, um, another set of our friends uh, at the Mountain West Cidery have two events this week. They have a... uh, This is really cool. For $15 on... Thursday, you can go to a fitness class, and then you get five ounces of cider <laughs> after
2: that. That's <laughs> the kind of fitness class I want to go to.
3: I know, right? And then they're doing their second annual West Fest, which um,
2: oh, West Fest.
3: Yeah, it's. I think it's Bray, a little I'm early, so Fest. it's right after the uh, the uh, Saint, Patr- Saint Patrick's Day parade. Brian and, that and is I know today. all about West
2: Fest when we were in high school. Yeah, because yep. I used to do it in Granger's parking parking thing. slash Thing well, this is 4th
3: West Fest, so you have to be on 4th West at their cidery to go to this. They have food trucks.
2: Well, I'd rather go to that one anyway.
3: It's all ages. It's free this time. You have
2: your hubcaps at the end. Yes.
3: Cider, <laughs> beer. Um, the one that I went to when they had their first annual, it was really fun. I played Giant Jenga. It was pretty amazing. Uh, like I said, the St. Patty's Day is, parade is at the Gateway on Saturday, even though that's not St. Patrick's Day. Because, you know. Carry over. Clock. Yeah, some carry over. Um. Isn't that
2: another rather large event this weekend? There's a couple. There's I'm getting there. Don't oh. worry.
1: She's just taking up a lot of time. Just really? <laughs> <just fucking laughs>
3: so, uh, the Grizzlies is doing their veterans game this weekend. Where they have veterans come and play in the mid-afternoon. If you buy a ticket to that, then you also get a ticket the to veterans that game. Play in the game. They play the game, yeah. Veterans, like. like military veterans, and then that money goes to shadow boxes that honor
2: fallen um it is awesome i'm just pitching like a bunch of world war ii vets like can barely stand Uh,
1: i'm guessing they're like they're probably new like like afghan and iraq war they
3: could be you never know (laughs) (laughs) anyway so that's cool i doubt
1: a 90 year old's gonna be up on the ice you never know know. break a hip it's all over
3: chris you have a game this weekend too
1: yeah there's a real salt lake game maybe they'll fucking do something useful um, How's
3: so is that two games in that they're not useful? Uh, is that what you're saying?
1: Just got their ass kicked by the second the worst team in the league last year. So it was horrible. They went to Chicago. Was that last weekend? It yeah. was the weekend. It was just this last Saturday, it just that, Saturday. that I got. Saturday yeah. I, so Saturday to I got drunk. So cool. They went to Chicago <laughs> and uh, lost two nothing and didn't look like they were really all that promising. It was kind of disappointing. And then their opener game was a tie. A the opener was a tie against Toronto, which. Which is pretty good. I mean, Toronto is a is a hell of an attack. It is early in the season. Um, you know, the hope is that they'll be able to put some stuff together, and they have a lot of new pieces um, and a lot of injuries. So, again, you know, you get into the first couple games of the season, and you've got three of your five center backs injured. Your top three center backs injured. You start to question, is it, you know, something going wrong in training? Is Were it they injured from last
2: season or are these new injuries? New, new injuries. injuries. So Yikes.
1: one was injured with the uh, USU 20s, um, but uh, the other two are, you know, training and, and, you know, game injuries. And so you start to worry, if wonder if it's, you know, the, the training regiment or just bad luck or some combination. Hmm. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, the game is uh, this Saturday. Kickoffs at seven thirty, I think. Yes, yes. Um, I will be uh, going straight from Comic Con to or Fanex to the game because Fanex is also this weekend. That is also this Yay. weekend. That was my last event. Yeah. Um, so if you can get down to the Salt Salt Palace and uh, uh go they're doing out. the
2: wristband thingies.
1: They've yeah, done that for a while. It's super efficient. It's, it's over there. It's so nice to get in and out mm-hmm. with those things. It really is. Yeah. You register them. Ahead I have of time. to go register
3: mine because I bought mine um, late.
1: It just takes a couple minutes online to, to register it, and you just bloop, I'm in, boop, I'm out. And if you've been to other conventions, like the registration process, sucks dick. It takes so long to get through registration lines, and then you have to go in, and it's it's really annoying.
3: But the first year... You can go down the soft. day... Or, so I'm going down on Thursday, the registration on Thursday yeah, yeah. morning, so I'll go get a, mine.
1: That is a big difference this year. It's a two-day show, not a three-day show. Um, it's kind of weird. A lot fewer panels, too. So yeah. they're, they're only doing... Uh, I was listening to... I think it was Geek Therapist. Um, yes, it was. Aaron, and Aaron is is on a panel and, and Katie missed a panel and they were kind of talking about it. Um, but they basically are only going to do panels that they think can get about 250 people or more in them. So if the panel, So they're
3: opening up the rooms, essentially. They're, they're not yeah. going to have the small rooms. panels,
1: bigger rooms... Which I I think is probably okay. I I actually wonder with all the advertising they're pumping out, if they're going to sell as many tickets.
3: Holy hell, let's talk about their advertising. If they put that much energy into other things, I wish that they would actually not have
4: Bannex
1: anymore. Uh, I I mean, I love the event, and I love that they're putting it on, but uh, if I'm being honest... When they said they weren't going to do a Fan X, I was really happy.
3: I think a lot of people were because it's, it's a lot of money. It is. It's, it's like a lot of trying money. Trying to
1: pull
2: off Christmas twice a
1: year. Well, and it is. It's a, it's a lot of money. Um, it hurts the vendors more than anything because then you people don't spend as much money. Um, the talent is more watered down. Well, like, and,
2: and it's been a couple of years since I was involved with booths and all that fun stuff. But they don't give you any kind of a discount. It's not like for no, the vendor no. or the artist. Yeah, it's not like, it's oh, you're up X, like so you
4: get a discount. Yeah, so it's,
1: it, I I have my worries. I kind of hope it doesn't do well because I don't want to see them do anymore. I just want to see one show a year out of them. I think they one do big, one, big, awesome, amazing one, one big awesome show a year, a lot of panels. I
3: think this might be an event that shows them that.
1: Yeah, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm
3: really excited. I know you're not a celebrity person. But I love to meet them, and I'm not really—I'm excited about like one person.
1: Yeah, I'm not really. That's not why I go. Like, it's kind of cool sometimes. Like, I still say I'm really nervous though because I spend a lot of money in Artist Alley. Yeah, (laughs) my—you know—the only thing that keeps me from spending money in Artist Alley now is Is wall space. Wall space. I'm—I know, I know.
3: Well, and so Jenny will be there with the Trouble Cottage, and I can't wait to have some of her salted caramel. Don't truffle. need wall space for and that.
1: Who's your friend that does the licorice? You oh my gosh, CNC Candies will yeah. be there too. Annette that's licor- all. I'm just gonna it's eat chocolate sp- and licorice for two the days. Spanish licorice is amazing. And <laughs> I, I will. You need to go get it. some. It's it's definitely worth the money. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's cool. So yes,
4: whatever. so go or don't go, so mm-hmm. that it fails because.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you should go. It's something to do. It's it's relatively inexpensive for two days of activity, and uh, it, it is a lot of fun. You're gonna you're gonna see people. You're gonna cosplay. I just don't like know one with fear
4: panels and stuff. Like even just going through the app and stuff, it just my app didn't fill I'm up. Like as I'm gonna fast get a lot of walking.
1: Yeah. You, you know my done. favorite my favorite thing is we're not doing any photo ops or autographs this year. No. We don't have any planned. And that is my I have a one. Least favorite part of the entire Today, thing. Is the Maybe artist two.
2: alley and everything as big or is it smaller? I don't know.
1: I don't think well, they have as much space, but, yeah. but they haven't really put I know
4: they the map and stuff. They don't have as many panel room spaces just because, like you doing, said, they, you know, they've cut doing, them down. Yeah, and They're
1: doing bigger panel rooms and less panels.
4: And so there are so. fewer panels all at the same time which Well, gives they're doing you a favorite. lot of group uh group panels
3: too. So yeah. like the Prince's Bride and Psych. and Which
1: I I think that's a cool way to do it because they are getting some themed stuff. So anyway, it's a lot of fun. Um so we're going to do something special this week. We're not going to talk about the legislature in Utah. Uh the session did end last week. So special? Um we're we'll gonna dig talk, into it next week, yeah, though. Next week, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about what was passed, what didn't pass, what got tabled, uh, what Herbert has signed at this point. We'll have a little bit more information then. But we want to give everyone a break because we've been talking about it hot and heavy for a while. Um, do want to talk about a couple of things political. Uh, the first is uh, Utah's U.S. attorney, um, John Huber, uh, actually submitted his resignation last week. Um my understanding is this is normal for every yeah. presidency. Yeah, it is. So, what was abnormal is how the Trump administration did it. Because everything that they they did yeah, was they, they didn't privately tell anyone. Um, they just came out and was like, everyone needs to resign, like over Twitter or something. Uh, <laughs> which is like, really? Eh, that's uh, not the way boy. you handle it. And it's one of those things where it's like, but they it's knew normal. it was coming. Yeah, It's normal. Every administration does it. It's just like with the cabinet positions. Every administration asks for resignations because you're going to fill your own cabinet positions. It's quite normal for that stuff to happen. Well, and it's but quite it's just a few a, of them have
2: already left of their own, not yeah. waiting to be invited to leave. Well, and
1: it's just, it's the normal way things work. And the, I think the big tell here is Trump's not a politician. He doesn't know how that stuff works and he's not surrounded himself with people that tell him how that stuff works. So, um, just a little bit of local Utah stuff. Um, you know, he's, he's gone. Um, he hasn't officially resigned he's submitted his letter Trump has it hasn't to accept been accepted it. it will be he may it's or not may like not it stick won't around. be he was a supporter he's a vocal supporter unfortunately of the bullshit ice stuff that's going on so um, that's that's awesome
3: it's not awesome and they so i I went to Jim debacus's town hall a couple weeks ago and they were talking about that there and when you hear there was a sweet little lady from the Netherlands that stood up and talked about she grew up during the war and (laughs) there is a very big Jewish population and she just, she said, what I saw that happened then is happening now, you know, and to hear, Mm -hmm. to hear that for, I mean, I know we read about it, but to hear, to be in the same room with somebody saying that and then to hear um, her and DeBacchus and a couple of other people talk about what is happening to these people, their families don't even know. The lady that was taken from the Walmart parking lot, their families don't even know where they are. You know, that's terrifying. And it just, it's just gonna keep happening until yeah. yeah. somebody does something about it. So
1: So we'll see. I mean there's been injunctions already filed in, in or requested in, in several states now. Um, so we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's it's some scary stuff. Um, something else scary is Skeletor is going to be running for U.S. senator. <laughs> so most likely,
3: maybe. So this article came out, and then all of a sudden there was a retraction story. Probably like an hour and a half after it came Whoa. out, and he's like, "Wait, wait wait. Like, wait, wait, wait." His people were like, "Wait, wait, wait a minute,
1: wait a minute." So Orrin Hatch did say, um, he told CNN that they're he's planning on running again. It's kind of on the back of you know. Trump saying crap about Hatch being you know, great to run again. Hatch is dying, folks. Hatch is probably not going to live another 10 years. I don't He's know. 83. I mean, with the amount of money that he has and today's modern medicine, he might live much longer. <laughs> He's
2: probably already dead.
1: I just don't I, know it. He I've, might choose an iPhone. I've said this before. <laughs> <laughs> I've said this before. I voted for Hatch because I was anticipating we were going to have a Republican-controlled legislature. We do. And he sits on one of the most powerful committees in Congress. Uh, Plus,
3: he's what, like fifth in line for the
4: presidency? Third.
1: Third. No. There's that. Yes, it's, like it's four. third. No. Third if you don't count president. No. If you, it's
4: third if you don't count the vice
1: president. Yes. So, yeah, president, vice president, um, speaker of the House, and then. Tapped president of the senate which i think is what hatches i don't know i'm probably foolish it's
4: shit. third it says it right in this article somewhere mm-hmm.
1: but anyway um so he, he was by this thursday
4: comments are the firmest signal yet that the most senior republican senator who is third in line of succession to the president there as the go. senate's president pro t- tempore
1: yeah okay um and and so he's really powerful and look republican or democrat he's got utah's interests at heart most of the time um I don't always agree with them, but there's a reason Hill Air Force Base survived all the closings that happened in the '90s, and he is that reason. Um, and and I'm sorry, Hill Air Force Base brings a lot of money to the state of Utah, and it's it's Plus a
3: they build up their Yeah, I hate this they comment though. They
1: house them. They don't build them. They house them.
3: No, <laughs> they also
4: work on them as there as well. Well,
1: yeah, the, the mechanics do. Yeah, but they're not. It's not like the Boeing plant building them there.
4: so... I hate this comment. Asked if he was preparing for the t- for a tough 2018 reelection battle. Hatch said, anyone who wants to take me on knows it's going to be a real ordeal. And that's actually true. It's true. true yeah. yeah. I know it's true. <laughs> so but I just guy, hate the comment. Like, he's the longest. If you want to take me on, it's going to be well, hard. Look, let's Dang. be
1: honest. He is the longest oh, serving that just senator. Sucks. He's the longest serving senator right now. Um, the dude has an, imno- he doesn't have to fucking fundraise. He has so much campaign money still he's sitting out. Right. Just he has campaign money from before they said retiring senators can no longer take their war chest and just pocket it because that used to be you used to be able to do that when you were done running for office you could take whatever's in your election fund and put it in your pockets and walk away. Uh, you can't do that anymore, and they did some grandfathering. I don't remember the details, but he was he's in that that group that just has a massive amount of money that, that he would have been able to walk away with. You know, we talked to his office uh, a few years ago. Um, this was probably like six years ago or something. Is It that? It, long it long? was before his last re-election. Um, and, and he said, they said, mm, we don't think he's going to run again, but we're not sure because blah, blah, blah. And, of course, he ran. Um, but I think he's in that position now where it's like, do I run? I think Huntsman. Going to uh, taking the the diplomat the seat the Russian diplomat seat, um, that that's probably going to weigh heavily on Hatch's decision. I think. Do you think if, he
3: really still loves his job that he keeps, that he Hats? keeps running? Oh, fuck I think it's yeah. the
1: money. He's yeah, so has nothing to do with the money.
4: It's has the power. Nothing
1: to do with the power. Mm-hmm. He has so much power. I mean, it's 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 he doesn't know anything Unlimited else. Unlimited. Yeah, well, and that's he's all. he has no done. other job. And what's funny I mean. is when he ran in the '70s, he ran on a campaign of he ran on a campaign of we need to get rid of terms or we need to have term limits for senators. Mm. We need to get rid of Washington insiders and have term limits. Hypocrites. And that motherfucker <laughs> has coming? been on the hill for 36 years. <laughs> <laughs> right, 36. No, it's longer
4: than that. It's 77. 40 it's 40.
1: Forty years. Two, 43. Jesus.
4: No. Christ. No. Dude, you were born in 1975. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if he was started in 1977, how long 43. is he been?
1: So just saying, he <laughs> has no, been it's serving. Less. <laughs> he's been serving. He started
4: after you were born. <laughs>
1: almost oh, yeah, longer than all of
4: us. Yeah. I thought it was 77. No, I mean, 1977.
1: Anyway. But he's been serving longer. Oh,
4: served in the upper chamber. I he misread he's been that. been
1: 73. I yeah. misread so that. So 73. So he has been serving longer than any of us have been alive. Yeah. Whoa. He has been our senator for that long. Like that's fucking crazy. Maybe it's Jeremy time for and I are old. So uh, oh, Jeremy. Let's talk about homelessness. Because there's a bunch of stuff that's, that's come out. Um, our dog is homeless right now. No, she has a home. She's just being a vagrant.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um
1: so there on an adventure. There's been a lot of stories with the homeless population. I'm gonna start with the I'm gonna start with the big fuck up that I think is out there, and then we'll talk about some kind of inspiring homeless shit. Um <laughs> I like how I put that. <laughs> All right.
3: Yep. I'm sure that the mayor of that town yeah. is right next to you on that, actually.
1: We've we've talked a lot about the homeless shelter proposal. Now, I think it's absolutely a great idea to close Rio Grande and open up four centers. I think that idea is the right way to go. Shrink down the size so you don't have these massive groups. Um because like Bree and I were talking about this on the way back. Look, because I was
4: reading those articles to, to Chris because we didn't have time to because we were on vacation.
1: So w- we're coming, you know, we're coming back. And we're kind of talking about it. There's what? Fifteen hundred beds roughly at uh, at like the Rio Grande. Something like that. Yeah. Downtown. Um, so when you have fifteen hundred people, at least fifteen hundred people showing up, a lot of times it's more. Ten percent of that's one hundred and fifty. So if you have ten percent of the homeless population are bad eggs, which isn't a stretch like it. That's probably a low ball number. That's a hundred and fifty terrible people in that area. So first off, fifteen hundred people to two thousand people in any area for anything That's is like trouble. That's like a small concert. Yeah, it's trouble. It creates problems, it creates all kinds of problems. And then when you have, you know, habitual offenders, people that are homeless, people that prey on the homeless, adding into that mix, it's a big problem. If you can shrink that size down. 15 people is a lot easier to manage if you're talking 10% than 150. 15 people is easy to get a a police officer or a uniformed security guard to shoo them away from the property when they shouldn't be there. So if it is next to some other kind of community center, it is easy to shoo them away. The way they've gone about doing this is a little
4: heavy-handed.
1: Yeah, so Salt Lake comes out and says, okay, we've got four locations for shelters. They're all in Salt Lake City. Uh, Fucking deal with it. It's decided. Well, I it's I don't not care decided. that we put it by a yeah.
4: daycare and a Taekwondo
1: facility. And like, we decided this is where they're going. This is where they're going. Well, now two of those have been clawed back. They're trying to find other sites. Uh, they choose three in West Valley. And then instead
4: of trying to be more diplomatic this time, they just do it again. They, they just, just have a head. County just
1: goes, this is a good location. This is a good location. This is a good location. Oh, I'm sorry, West Valley. The they three said the there was five. a
4: meeting. Like a town meeting. So where are people going?
1: Because they're not advertised right
4: Yeah, they didn't advertise it. Now they're asking for open comments, but they're saying these are the three choices you have.
1: Yeah. Now, I think that we should have a center down in Draper, that we should have a center in the middle of the valley somewhere, a center out west. Like I think Murray, midvale has got one. But I think like down in Draper, Riverton, that sort of area. I think out west, like West Valley, West Jordan, Kearns. There should be a center out here somewhere. North Salt Lake. Um, North Salt Lake. So they're spread out. Yeah, so they're spread out through the community so that not one city is bearing the brunt because it is, it is a lot of, of stuff to deal with. But if you can split it up and you can split it up in a way that makes sense and you can say this is a facility that's specializing in drug addiction recovery, that's a huge thing. If you can get these homeless people that are addicted to drugs dealing with their problems and off their drug addictions... They can become functioning members of society. Well, when
4: we were talking about, like, if you are going to choose something that's by a a daycare or a Taekwondo studio or something like that, you know, you could choose to put the family shelter there. Yeah. Because you're probably, you know, I'm, but, and, and I hate to do this. I hate to to categorize people like this. I hate to make, you know, judgments like this, but as a parent, I don't know that every morning when I drop off my kids for daycare or every evening when I pick them up from a daycare that I want to have to deal with if it's you know the homeless men's shelter cuz your homeless single men are the ones that tend to be the biggest problem. Well, and they're, they're the drug addicts, they're the troublemakers, they're the most menacing ones. And I too. even said I'm not even comfortable with like single women's shelter because again, you're dealing with those those single people who are they don't have a family that they're trying to protect. They probably are your more most likely your your drug addicts and and your people who are probably causing more trouble than a down and out family. not to say that your down and out family doesn't have some drug addicted dad or mom or whatever, but more than likely it's a single person who's has nothing to lose. Now they don't have a home. They don't have a family and they're going to be your biggest troublemakers. makers. And me as a mom, you know, if I'm trying to wrangle my kids and I've got bags and things like that, and I'm trying to get in and out of a daycare and I know that there are a bunch of homeless people just hanging around, that's going to turn me off from wanting to go to that particular business. And I don't know that they necessarily thought about that when yeah. they picked some well, of those this locations.
2: article talks about um, the business businesses, residents, and the West Valley City Council members gathered at each of the three West Valley sites to protest. Uh, because, because, like Chris was saying, they were announced.
1: Yeah, they were just like, this is one of the it locations. Is, it is, it this is, is what we're going to fucking do. And look, there's thought that has been put into these places. They're not just picking them out of a hat, but at the same time. And look, no one's going to be fucking happy where it's at. It does not matter where you put it. No one will be happy that there's. A I just don't
4: like some room. of the comments. Like I, I'm trying to be very diplomatic because I don't want to sound like this person that says, "My heart and souls in this neighborhood. There's no room ever for any kind of
1: homeless shelter in this area." Which is just garbage. Like it's got to go somewhere, folks.
4: You know what, Erickson, whoever you are, when you're homeless and you need a place to stay, how would you like it if people were saying, "I don't want homeless people yeah. anywhere near me ever"?
1: It just is not... I mean, and look, we've got... uh, I'm not going to talk about it because it's legislation, but the point is um, it's got to go somewhere. I just think the way the county's going about it is really shitty. Like, there needs to be some better... Okay. I think some, How about some better hey communication. In West Valley yeah. people?
3: It is just communication because the mayor of that town was like, "What?"
1: <laughs> yeah, the mayor of West Valley was like, "What? You didn't, f- you didn't." Yeah, they I'm need to say, "Hey, West Valley, we would like hey, to put a facility." Yeah, in West where Valley. do in you West Valley. think? Like, where where's a good idea? Where do you think we're you going put to it?
4: put one in West Valley, Mayor? Give
1: us Period. some suggestions.
4: Yeah. you guys decide where you want it in your town. I think, and, and or have, even says have, that that have the article. county
1: count, I mean, the what the county council should be doing, right? So you should have your district, uh, your, your, your county representative for your part of the county, you know, putting that up there. That's what the county council's for. And, and if that's not how it's happening, then there's a problem. So, but some other really cool homeless stories, um, besides the really piss poor things you don't hear
3: every day. Cool
1: homeless stories. Well, <laughs> so East High, what do you think about? What you think about East High? East is is kind high of school a musical. Yeah, high school musical. It's a richer, it's a more it's prevalent it. school. It's you know, it's thirteenth. It's fucking sugar house basically, or ninth and ninth, really between those. It's not two. really sugar House. Oity-toity. But a lot of sugar house kids go there yeah. um, because that's the high school that's in that area. Um, they have done something really cool. This um, made me cool. cry
4: when I was reading it to Chris yeah, she,
1: was in, she was in tears when she was reading it um, So they kind of Found out that they have what like 100 homeless students they think 50 to 50 100, to 100 students. students Who don't have access to a shower or a washing machine So it's not necessarily even that they're homeless um, But they, they just don't have access To a working shower, to a washing machine They might be from you know, um, a, a poor household um, They might be homeless It could be refugees
2: and they're, they're put in them up mm-hmm. in a place that just does not have the facility, so they. know if you're living
4: in what's the, what are those kinds of places where you just get a room and you're you, know, you share a bathroom. Like a hostel, like a hostel. Like, yeah.
1: Um, but
4: th- I mean, it could be something where they're so a these, case where they're living somewhere like that. These
1: are kids, and they they kind of noticed that some of them were coming in on Saturdays and using the the laundry facilities that their costume department has. Um, and so they kind of decided they needed to do something. So the school... And they had some space that wasn't being used. The school has in- installed a laundry facility that's free for students to use at any time, and uh, some shower facilities um, for students to use outside of just, like, the locker rooms. Um, I think, right? Am I wrong? Yep. No, nope. nope, you're right. So the rooms are complete with a shower and a washing machine and a dryer, um, and they can use them. There's, so there's two washrooms they're providing for students to use really at any time that's freaking cool as hell well
3: they're also stocking shelves in the school food pantry as well
1: and they've been doing that and that's that's what i was gonna say east high school is really progressive in that sense that they've they've been doing a lot they do a lot of volunteer work out at east high school um i'm pretty pretty impressed with it it's it's pretty amazing to see that kind of stuff happen at the, and it's and it's high schoolers that are that are are coming up with these ideas and it's you know you know obviously parents and administration's involved but uh It's pretty cool.
4: Well, just to see them all kind of coming together and being supportive of of their fellow, yeah, their fellow classmates instead of trying to ridicule them to say, "Hey, you know, it sucks. I have stuff and and you don't, and we want you to not feel like you're smelly and gross." And my high
2: school has changed. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) So, um,
4: I really think that for the most part. I mean, not that there aren't pulleys and stuff anymore, but I think for the most part, a lot of kids are growing up just in general, just more accepting. Like I, hope so. you f- I I just see that with my kids. Like my kids just are just so accepting of, of anybody. Like they don't care. As so long as you're not like a animal abuser or something, my kids don't really care what you do.
1: <laughs> so uh, another cool thing for homeless folks uh in the library on uh a downtown library in the basement on monday, wednesday and thursday there is a tai chi class that they do uh, with the homeless pe- people so and Bern- they pay
4: them yeah,
1: so bernie hart uh runs the tai chi they pay, em. They pay chi him class. to go
4: to the tai chi class
2: i took tai chi in college i had to pay for that
4: no they pay them they pay the they pay the homeless, pay people. The homeless people 2 dollars
1: to go to this tai chi class That's and tai cool. chi is tai chi is a very relaxing you know uh, meditative almost
2: it's similar to yoga yeah in that you, you follow a set of moves that are you, you can do it
3: in liberty park in the summertime for yeah. free too with
2: the drum That's circle
3: awesome. I, but, I mean <laughs>
1: it's done all over the country in different places um i just think it's really cool it's it's specifically for the homeless population um you know a lot of people get a lot out of it and um
3: do they have um like attendance numbers in there or are they getting a good show uh, they actually are
4: starting doing to like grow. Good show. Yeah, like
1: up. thirty to forty people. Wow, I think, that's decent. Um, that's for a cool. 30 For 30, 34 minute class or something like that. So, really cool uh, to see that kind of stuff happening. Honestly, I, I thought it was a really cool story. So, hopefully,
3: stuff like that will inspire people to create other resources for them as well.
4: Well, they interviewed a couple of the the people who have taken the classes, and they just say. You know, they get done and they're they're there at the library to to use the computers to fill out applications and stuff anyway. And it's really helpful to you know, they've been out on the street all night or whatever, to to center themselves and to get themselves in that, Mindset. that place, yeah that yeah. place that That's they need really cool. to be. And and if they're going out on an interview or whatever, it really just can center them and help them feel better about themselves overall for that day instead of starting out the day just shitty. Hey, I've been out on the street all night, and now I have to go do all this crap, and I don't feel like it. They, they get they get some people that are helping them and showing them we care, and this is how we're you know going to help you.
2: This is cool. Thank all you.
1: right. So, um, last week I, I thought we talked about this, but maybe we didn't. Um, um, Salt Lake County, not Salt Lake County, but Utah.
3: Attorney,
1: Utah. Utah Attorney General's Office. Uh, issued 160 search warrants. Um, I just
3: want you to know there are one of these in the grocery store next to my house. Yeah,
1: so the warrants were... <laughs> so this is not kind not of a anymore. Big, is or was? I this, actually haven't been there. This is kind of a big sting mm-hmm. operation. It happened at the end of February, the beginning of March. Um, they seized hundreds of coin pusher and video slot machines from local businesses. Um, so... A lot of gas stations, little grocery stores, um, other businesses. So essentially, you've seen these corn pusher machines, I'm sure. If you go to, they're in Vegas, um, but they're also in arcades. They're, right, for,
4: and arcades, yeah. they're in
1: arcades, yeah. they in arcades with tokens and yeah. stuff. And are like, they considering them gambling? Yes. If it's tokens
4: game. and tickets, they are not considering it gambling.
1: Because what you get for a token... Is you get to play a video game uh, at yeah. the thing, and what you get for a ticket is clearly not worth whatever fucking amount you spend on the tokens to put in the machine. And
4: we would know because we went <laughs> and we got our 800 points so we could get our giant inflatable.
1: Yeah, we down in St. George. <laughs> 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 but That's I think so awesome. they so they we have paid one of these
4: like twenty dollars for. Like
2: big Lots has
1: one, but of these. they're they are straight up gambling <laughs> machines, and and so there's a big sting to get rid of these and the video poker machines were. You had to have like a special card to play it. And then you got potentially a gift certificate back if you want. Um, and they're really going after these businesses. They have not filed any um, charges. charges yet against any of the businesses. Um, essentially, it's, the, It
3: looks like they're just going after Western Coin because they aggressively marketed these machines.
1: Yeah, so they, they are definitely going after Western Coin. But they are also going to go after some of the business owners. If it looks like the business owners were... Uh, very knowledgeable if they were profiting off of it because they're clearly gambling machines. Um, and if the if the if the business owner is you know if, they, if it was more than just like super pushy salesman from Western Coin, like if it was, yep, I'm gonna make a buck off this, and they made some money, they're gonna go after those business owners as well. Um,
4: It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, they're, well, I guess they, you know some of it is. If you go to Vegas and you gamble, there are very strict rules about what kids can touch and what they can't mm. touch. And, and there are guards and stuff all around. They were saying that they're, they, they, they put people there it. and they're watching little kids try and get like a $50 bill off of a stack of quarters. You know, I am not opposed to gambling, but I am opposed to like bilking little kids for their change <laughs> because they think that they're going to get a $50 bill. Cause what eight or 10 year old really knows. Well and
1: and uh you, you know, know with the the coin pusher machines. Um they also had some of their businesses actually filling out federal tax forms. Yeah. For people who were winning, so obviously
4: off those come those businesses so like, that the people we're, were very the very aware knows it's
1: it, Yeah,
3: because it's gambling and we live so, in
1: Utah. Uh yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens out of that, but that was a pretty big sting operation uh, all the way up from the top of the state to the bottom of the state, basically, within a couple of days. They it's kind it. of so funny, sort of, kind of. Yeah.
4: Well, like <laughs> I said, I'm not opposed <laughs> to gambling. We were just in Vegas, you know, Chris threw some money in the slots while I took all the right. girls shopping, you know, because there are rules that they can't be doing stuff like that. Um, but in Utah, since it's not regulated.
1: Okay, a couple more quick things. Uh, Salt Lake Community College doing something really fucking cool. Yeah, Um, way beyond cool. I'm I'm actually blown away to see this in this day and age. So free tuition for low-income students is what they're promising. And what they mean by that is if you fill out the FAFSA, the federal application for free student aid, or the free application for federal student aid. I don't remember which one it is, but anyway, it's you,
3: just a federal federal Pell grant. Yeah, so
1: it's it's a fed. Well, it's a it's a it's a. The only way you can get a federal Pell grant is to fill out that application. But if you qualify for a federal Pell grant, it doesn't even say that there's a limit. So any amount on a Pell grant they will pay the remaining tuition and fees for you. So if you qualify for a Pell Grant of $500, they will pay You have remaining. to be in school full time, yep. and you have
4: to have a two-year plan, Yeah, they, they but they'll to, pay for the rest of your they tuition. They want to make fee.
1: sure you're, you're going to do it, but they will pay your tuition and fees. Why was that when I was a poor college student. I know, right? That's, that's freaking awesome. But you didn't awesome. go to Slick, so... Also, there, I did. There, is, there is nothing here that says you have to be a, a normal college student. So if you're older and you're still in a position where you're going to get Pell Grant money to go to school. That'd
4: be great for a single mom. Yes. So, one cool thing, I don't I don't remember if we said this on the radio show or whatever cuz you know, I've talked about it before, but the University of Utah has a deal with Slick that if you apply for the U but you don't get in because of your grades or whatever, you can study at SLCC for two associates. years, get your associates and transfer up to the yeah. U, and the U will accept you if you can show that you've got the the grades and the doing. and the determination. Yeah. If you get the associates. so if you get the like if you apply at the U and then you get this with the help of SLCC, you could potentially finish out your your stuff up at the U and save a little bit of money, and maybe you can save money while you're doing that to pay for your yeah, tuition. really
1: really freaking cool. I was I'm pretty floored by that. It's pretty awesome. Um, all right. Uh, so today, I mean, when you guys listen to this, it'll be long gone, but uh, today's Pi Day.
3: Pi's never long gone.
1: 3.1... Bullshit. Never. Fucking pie gets <laughs> finished and it is <laughs> gone. But There will always be more. That's <laughs> my it. point. So Pi Day, of course, my three, point, one, <laughs> 3.14, which is March 14th. Uh, it's kind of a geek thing, um, but that's Pi Day. It's a, it's a math thing. So <laughs> the thing to do on Pi Day... Uh, Kind of like pie and beer. Yeah, day. very similar to pie and beer day is you eat some pie. Well, we have uh, with us a, a list that uh, our friend Jess over here was able to procure of thirteen places in Utah where you can get the most mouth watering pie.
3: I wish I could take credit for this, but somebody else wrote it. Yeah, should I just compiled it?
1: Someone else did write it. Fourteen because uh, it's yeah. the fourteenth. Yeah, they couldn't put. We'll, we'll make our own number fourteen. So it is all okay. the way. It is. It is all over the place in the state. So. From Saint George up to
3: there are towns in here I didn't even know existed. Like I had to Google them. We, we, we drove through a lot of these and towns just Veo, on our way
1: where home Where is Veo? did you look it up?
3: I did, but I only looked at the little map. I didn't. I'm gonna go look I it didn't up. Make it very big. So you big. guys talk about some Veo's of these
2: down south, like.
3: Well, and I think a few of these are, and there were a lot of other pla- like people commenting on the story that said there's a lot of great pie places down in. Southern I think the Utah. only one
2: I
1: have never heard of is Bicknell.
3: Bicknell, Utah. Oh, so
1: Veo is Veo is actually northwest of St. George, up uh, State so Road 18.
4: See, I'm pretty sure that so we you could go like to drove the there. You you could go get pie so and most go to pies.
1: So Veo is straight up like FLDS country. So
2: that means those are some damn good pies. <laughs> that
4: we saw Probably. a bunch of we saw a bunch of polygamists <laughs> while we were in St. George.
1: Polygamists make good so pies. So there's there's Arshel's Cafe Beaver. and Beaver. Right so here. There's uh, Beaver Pie. Crochas <laughs> Gourmet Pies in St. George. Gross. There is, uh, of course, the Veo Pies in Veo, which they said is worth driving to get. All the way to Veo. Um,
3: and this list is, wasn't in, this is just an alphabetical list. It yeah, wasn't right. in like a particular yeah. order, but from the comments that I read, those, that was like the best pie on this yeah. list.
4: Well, they said that they sell like 100 pies a day, like around the holidays. And, and this and is stuff. a
1: town people of 500.
4: 500 people.
1: So they all buy a pie a day. There's no one fucking. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people are driving so, out there to get them. House, I don't know where, where where's, Bicknell? where's Bicknell? Where's
4: Bicknell? You're on the
3: Google machine. That's what so we're, we're saying. We
1: don't know where the Bicknell, Bicknells are. Yeah, let's look up Bicknell, because that's another one. And Mount
3: Carmel. Where's Mount Carmel? Well, and one at a time, City. all
1: right, damn it. I'm you not a fucking magician. <laughs> you are. Fucking bitches. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Bicknell is, wow. Mount, like, Mount Carmel is on the gumdrop wow. range. So Bicknell is off, <laughs> where the hell? <laughs> By Fremont, I guess. And uh Tory between Capitol Reef and the Bluebell Knoll, like so that, <laughs> like I don't know. So that's somewhere that you go it. when
3: you're camping. Like dead get
1: center, yeah, dead center of the state. Like there's not really an easy way to get there. Like,
4: yeah, I see no highways.
1: Yeah, like you have to go east of Richfield. Apparently, you have to hike there. That's like some, banjo country. Yeah, it really meeting. is. So wait, let's. Where's Mount Carmel?
4: Yes, we
1: were to the
3: Thunderbird Restaurant. Mount
1: Carmel. Not Look, we're gumball. getting a
3: geography lesson so here too. This is great. That's by the
1: East Fork. Um, that's a, that's above Canab. Look, so see, they
3: are all in southern Utah. That's even more. And then there's one in Saint George as well. Tiny me, it's the F-
1: polygamous F- man it's making those pies. We saw a bunch of polygamists in Saint George. <laughs>
4: we, we went to the Family Fun Center, best the Fiesta Fun Center. Fiesta or whatever, Fun Center. And there were a whole bunch of them, like little teeny tiny ones, uh, all yeah. the way up to all like the an same old, like old dress. And they were they. They were, there was a girl that was riding in the go-karts. And I said, I bet you she's with that old guy. And my daughters were like, no, she's not.
1: No, she totally and was I sad.
4: said, okay, everybody watch her when she gets out. And sure enough, she got out and she was with the old guy. I'm like,
1: yeah, the old, I, old dude looked like a child molester, probably is. Awesome. Yet yeah. Yeah, they all have cell phones and drive really nice cars. I hate to generalize, but well, uh, Cassie was pissed because
4: they, the dudes got to wear regular clothes and the girls, you know, yeah. Let's like,
3: talk about the Hildell polygamist versus like the big love polygamist. Yeah. It's totally different. It depends so, on, yeah. yeah. Depends well, and that's and
1: people. that's we had a conversation about this in St. George, like you know, the 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 fucking sister wives. Good on you. If that's the way you want to live, fucking have at it. I don't give a shit. Right? Doesn't like hurt. Like you're me all well.
4: adults, and but obviously you're. When you we're you're ch- talking like Kildell,
1: it. Colorado City, like Warren Jepp's bullshit, all of his Montana, <laughs> Yeah, these are guys fucking marrying twelve-year-old little girls who don't have a choice. This is not okay. This is fucking child molestation yeah. and cult-like behavior. It's horrendous. But, but they the make naked pies. pies. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so further and
4: north, they have ugly shoes, and I feel really bad for women with ugly <laughs> shoes.
1: So, further north, we have a June pie up in here. But their hair
4: is high to God, so they're good.
1: We have uh, Springville. June has
3: pies. Magleby's. June pies is amazing. If you there. have not, I will bring you one. You okay. Should. I will bring you one.
1: Uh, uh, Bees, I don't think Magglebee's is that great, personally. I've been there a few times, but I haven't ever had their pie, so I'm probably wrong.
3: Penny I haven't eyes. had Penny Ann's
1: pie either, but I have. <laughs> and I Sean
3: and it. I went for breakfast. I was like, I really want some pie. I didn't end up getting any, but every time they're like, I really want some pie because I so love see, custard that's pies. Problem. That's <laughs> my problem
1: with pies—like going to a restaurant just to get a pie. I don't really do it. And are you a freezer pie guy? By the time guy? by the time I eat the pie, like I eat my my meal, I'm not feeling pie. I'm pretty full. And no, I'm not a freezer pie guy. I fucking hate freezer I make, pies. I do too. It makes they're me so horrible. mad. <laughs>
3: Them. Um, I'm like I can make them. Like Marie Callender's make
1: makes pretty decent pies. Like if you go to the actual restaurant, yes, where you make them fresh. get them there. out of the freezer section. Yeah, no, they're terrible out of the freezer. I don't like freezer. It pies It doesn't
4: take that long to make a pie.
1: No, it really doesn't. No, um, like
4: so, a pie dough is super easy.
1: And she makes the best key lime pies you've ever had. They're so good. I really,
4: yeah, I love the, key lime. I, I
1: like, them. like them. She's she's a they are good. We had them at So
3: you guys have had the Dodo Restaurant's pie. Their I've Toll not, House pie. I've
1: not eaten their pie. I like the dodo, but I've never eaten their pie. I don't like their food. So
4: maybe I had a bad maybe that's my, a bad that's day. That's my
1: biggest problem with pie. Now maybe I, I got a question for you. times it wasn't too bad. Uh, I do have a question for you before we uh, get to our interview. wait. I
4: decided the 14th restaurant. That's not really a restaurant. It's gonna be Jessica's Kitchen because I bet you she makes good pies.
1: I don't know. She's never made one. She made me hand pie. Well, so there no, you. I, really I did good. make hand pies. Those hand pies, pies were good. But that's not the same thing.
4: I made a gingerbread
3: crusted. Pumpkin pie for that Thanksgiving. Really um, so there you go. That so so was 14. What's drinks. your favorite pie? I am a custard pie lover, so anything custard pie. Any kind of custard love pie. Love custard pies. Me?
1: That's why I'm pointing at you.
4: Probably. Oh God, I don't know. I I love berry pies except for strawberry because I'm allergic. Um, But I also like custard pies.
1: Can I tell you strawberry I like key lime. pies are bullshit and anyone <laughs> that fucking makes them is an I asshole? I pretty
4: much like any pie. I love rhubarb. I grew
2: up Let's with rhubarb pie. let fucking combine plants. shitty
1: strawberries with sour fucking leaves. It's, it's
2: delicious. A slightly no, poisonous gross. plant that if you don't cook it correctly. It's only
4: so if gross. you eat the leaves. I can't think of only. a farmer it's other a than cr- rhubarb. Other than <laughs> rhubarb <laughs> that's and that's strawberry. I can't really think of a pie I don't like.
3: I'm okay. We grew up eating rhubarb stuff. Yeah. i like I'm peach here to talk I like
4: peach pies because that was my grandpa's favorite pie.
1: you.
2: Made you bitter, (laughs) Jeremy? (laughs) All right, so pie—that's a hard one. So for me, I would have to say apple pie, but I have to preface it: it's got to be like real apples, like when we harvest the Mm -hmm. apples from our trees, not apple filling. Cut them ourselves.
3: Maybe I should make you a caramel apple pretzel pie. That's I made that recipe. Let me ask you:
1: with apple pie, what kind of crust? Are we talking like a crumb top? <sighs> I like the crumb bowl, but I like the traditional too, like the traditional. I like the lattice flat. top
4: with the, with the so sugar. I like, a,
1: I like a crumb top. Uh, I think a crumb top's a great way to go. That's the, my favorite if I'm doing a la mode. Um, if I'm doing a lattice or a traditional, just regular top, slice of cheese on top of an apple pie is really good. Cheese, cheddar has to be cheddar. It's
3: American tradition. Never
1: had that. It's really good, actually. You should give it a shot. It's really tasty It seems it weird. Has Ameri- it, has it has to be American. It has to be, be yellow American. Hmm. Yeah, cheddar. I I know what I don't like American. If you put the sea
2: salt the on, it, I meant sea
3: The cheddar. sprinkle
2: of sea salt on it is yeah, just good.
3: See, I don't like that.
2: So my I favorite like sh- pie, I
4: like sugar,
1: no coarse sugar. What's your favorite pie, Chris? So there's, it's kind of a two part answer. So Boston cream pie is my favorite. I don't know if that qualifies that as a pie. That is two parts,
3: cream well, and the I don't mean. know if it
1: qualifies as a pie, because it's really a fucking cake with cream and ganache on top. It's in the shape of a pie. It's called Boston Cream Pie. Well, Both cakes are round, know. too. So, but I don't know that it qualifies as pie. Okay, so what's your what's your pie my qualification? my absolute favorite pie is coconut cream with meringue on top. Not that fucking shit-ass whipped cream, but meringue. <laughs> Real meringue. And here's the thing. The reason why I like it like that is that's how my grandmother always made it. And when you make it homemade, coconut cream, you just use yolk, the egg yolks. Mm-hmm. You don't use any of the egg whites. So you have like fucking 10 egg whites sitting so in you a make bowl. Meringue. And so that's why you make the meringue. Whites only. So you just <laughs> whip up the whites and put some sugar in them. Yeah, but and then you toast a nice, pretty brown. It. Oh man, it's, and you, you sprinkle some coconut on the tips. Of the, the meringue. and I keep promising him the I'm going to try and make coconut one, but I'm just afraid tips. because, you know, so it's a is, grandma. I'd be, yeah, that's a t- it's a I'd tough be competing with to, grandma. But I love coconut cream. Uh, it's by far my favorite. And then in the fruit pie world, cherry pie. My good old I'm just sad
4: pie. because I started making pies after my grandpa passed away because I always thought that they would be hard because my aunt led me to believe that like pie is hard. And so then I used to make the best... Peach pie, and I made it all the time in honor of my grandpa, but now my grandma's dead, and, and so I stopped making gross. them. No I, pie just, for you. I, just, I don't know, I just can't <coughs> do a peach and pie. I, I
2: like cobblers
1: too in the Dutch that's oven. Not a pie. I do like cobblers, but not a pie. It, I know not it's not a pie. pie, and that's why I have a problem with Boston cream pie. This is not that's a cobbler, it really is a cake because <laughs> there's what is pie about like a Boston cream pie? What makes it a pie other than the, the shape another? How about the crust but and the cream? Are, but cakes can be round. Does yes, it, cakes, cakes are, can are round. Isn't mm-hmm. there a crust on the bottom though? No. 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 It's a no. cake. It's just You're a yellow cake it. that's it's split It's like a split white, split white, some sort of a white. To it's a spoon. yellow cake that's split. I, I would love to need, to find out. Maybe for next week. Let us know. And okay. bring. Have you ever heard of bring it? a Boston cream pie um, I have mean?
3: a cake order this week. I don't know if I have You heard of onion pie?
2: It's a what? Onion pie? No. It's oh, a real okay. thing. It's like early settlers kind of traditional. Sounds horrible. Well,
4: staffed. could you have like a... So <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: just saying.
4: What <laughs> about like meat pies?
2: Oh, yeah, meat pies. You can have any I
4: kind of pies pie. for pie day. Or oh, there's yeah. a pizza yeah. pie. Pie's, you know, pizza, pizza pie. pie.
1: Which maybe qualifies because you cut it into pie shapes. and. True. And pizza it, shape. has it has a, a crust. crust. A pie.
4: So. And it has a crust, yeah. Good point. All right,
1: we'll stick around because we had a good interview with uh, Ginevra. Uh, Ginevra. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, getting involved in politics and um, the Misty Snow campaign and all kinds of fun stuff. So with us today, we have uh, our friend Ginevra Prothrow.
0: It's good to be here.
1: Welcome back. Yeah, let's turn that mic so it's in your now face. So can hear it's you.
0: So, yeah, it's great to be here. <laughs> Woo!
1: So for those of you that uh, have been living under a rock and not listening to our show for any amount of time, Ginevra, who we've only spoken to maybe a couple times briefly, uh, on mic anyway,
2: yeah, on mic a couple times.
1: Ginevra was the, uh, was, is, you're still doing it, uh, the campaign manager for Misty K. Snow um, in her run for U.S. Senate uh, here in the state of Utah. And uh, we were just talking <laughs> before we started recording, and uh, you're still getting calls for the yeah, campaign. I,
0: I do all the time. So I mostly the people that call want to know what she's doing next and want to know how they can help and how they can volunteer. And a lot of people are reaching out because she's, inspired them. So they want to write books. They want her to be in different type of television programs still and be featured in different magazine articles. And so she still gets phone calls and requests a lot.
1: And is she just is she choosy as to what she's doing or is she doing everything? I mean
0: Right now Misty is taking a break. And so she she's going to be doing things. This is not the end of Misty Case no. So I'll tell you that much. I can definitely share that much. People can know that she is going to always be a voice and she's going to do things. This was just the first step.
2: Just, is she back to Harmons? Is she still working at Harmons?
0: She is. She's back at Harmons, and she is very happy that her life's back to normal for now because yeah. she can kind of veg <laughs> out. So she wasn't sleeping at all hardly during the actual yeah. campaign trail. Well, I-
1: I mean, it's, if you look at any politician, generally speaking, any, especially at a federal level, th- those guys age a lot very quick. Like look <laughs> at, like look at Barack Obama all over oh, the yeah. course of eight years. Oh, yeah. Like that's unnatural aging because of how. But they're sleep all
3: you that get. way. If you yeah. do side by sides every that's single, that's because one one once you read the president's job. book
2: of secrets, it messes you up.
1: Yeah, well, it's a hard <laughs> job, and it's like the dark <laughs> hold. So you know. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah. Um. We might talk about the campaign a little bit, but I want to talk a little bit about you, because you are an interesting person, Ginevra. The most interesting woman in the world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be misty, but I i, I think that... <laughs> 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 yes, I have been told that, so...
1: <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about uh, where you came from and who you are.
0: Um. Well, I came to Utah in 1995. The military brought me out here, so... Hill Air Force Base, so we were stationed there and worked for 75th Med Group at Hill. And so when so, you say
1: we, were you in the military? Your my husband?
0: my ex husband and um, when your ex husband's in the military, you're part of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. right, and so that's where he he was stationed. And but before that, I was a military brat myself, so lived all over the place. So. Many different states, many different places, which I think made it easy to be able to talk to people quickly because you had to make friends really fast because mm-hmm, yeah. you'd move and then have to start all over. So it makes great for being able to run a campaign and meeting people.
1: So were you good at were you good at staying in contact with some of the people that you met? Because yes. I mean, you I mean mm-hmm. military life, especially even uh, even as a kid, like you meet people and you're gone two years later, like
0: right, right. I've kept in contact with almost every one of them. Wow. That's, so, that's, that's, that's awesome. a, that's a yeah. hard
1: thing to do, I think, for a lot of people. So,
0: yeah, we didn't have Facebook and we didn't have Twitter or <laughs> things like that, but <laughs> exactly. we sure had postcards and stamps and I we know how letters. To, yeah. Letters are the best and stickers on the letters.
1: So now you're, you're in Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long have you been
0: here? Um, I've been in Utah since 1995. I've been in Syracuse and Davis County since 2004. Okay. So So
1: really you've been in Davis County for a long time. That big is, big chunk. That's uh that's impressive. That's impressive. That means
3: so, you've watched it grow up there too over the last yeah, 10, 14 years.
0: It's grown a lot. I'd like to see it be a little bit more progressive. We're working on that. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, you know, there's some some really conservative folks up there. So yep.
2: <laughs> But there's uh, but there has been growth and a positive mm-hmm. Way up there. <laughs> a little slower than other places, but it
0: is there has been. Some. Absolutely. So compared to what it was ten years ago. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's getting there. So uh <laughs> what do you do in your day job? You're not just a campaign manager. No. That was something you stepped into Yeah.
0: When... I work as a loan underwriter and so work for a a bank and I try to keep that completely separate from the politics because of the type of people that I work with. Yes, right. bankers. So, bankers don't
1: typically ooh, share the same political yeah, views. Yeah, not at all.
0: <laughs> so I definitely try to keep that separate. So it's been interesting because at work, a lot of people they don't even know I'm married. They don't even know that I have kids. Oh, wow. I don't keep. I keep it totally separate. No pictures on the wall. Just
1: very I'm professional. Very and-
0: professional and just move from there and don't it, have a lot of friends at work.
1: They probably all think you're super <laughs> uptight. Yeah, they probably
0: think so. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> really, I do <couldn't> care less. <laughs>
1: um, so, you got involved in, in Misty's campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you jumped in with both feet, I think, uh, and took over as, as a campaign manager for her. Why did you do that? <laughs> what drove you to do that? Like, have you been super politically active leading up to that? Or
0: Absolutely not politically active. I actually helped um, with some of the field organization for Bernie Sanders campaign in Weber County. And I did a lot of canvassing and phone banking and try to get other people to do the same with me. And Wound up just being very motivated by this, you know, just cute little man just thought he was absolutely fantastic and he spoke my values. And so and it's easy to be able to work for somebody who actually has a platform and has actual this is how we're going to do it. And everybody can be included in this. It's not just me, 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 me. It's us. (laughs) So I think that with that, when I met Misty, I met her at the state convention and I was I was a delegate really easy to be a delegate in utah
1: it really is it's really <laughs> not is. that hard well and i think that that's when we talked a little <laughs> bit about it but um you know w- we had such a huge you know democratic caucus turnout mm-hmm. um, but i think what people failed to understand is that line you stood in to vote for bernie or hillary in the primary i mean it was considered but that really did is not how the caucus system works in Utah. That's not how we progress things in the state of Utah, mm-hmm. uh, at least as a Democratic Party. Um, and so, like, for us, even in our, our district over, you know, Beehive Elementary was insane. It was, like, wrapped around the building twice uh, just to vote in the primary. Right. And then we look in, and the caucus is being held in the gymnasium uh, slash lunchroom, and there's maybe... Thirty people in the whole freaking thing. I know, and you've got two thousand people wrapping around this building, and thirty people actually participating in in the caucus. caucus. Right. So it's a it's a little crazy, and it wasn't clear. Like it wasn't even Mm -hmm. clear to us until we got next to it after waiting in line for forty five minutes that that's actually that's where you
0: should have been. Exactly, and I think that the the Democratic Party, at least in Davis County, we have been having meetings about how we're going to be able to make it more clear next time and have some educational material for, you know, constituents so they can know this is how it works for Democrats. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, in a a lot of districts, if you just show up and say, I want to do this, you're going to go and contest it. Right. Because there's just not that many Democrats.
0: No. So, but we definitely need to stack them and we need to get some alternates. So we need to be able to make it so, you know, we can be more powerful and get... Get the word out there, so... Well, and
1: it's a, it's important if you want to see change and how that stuff's done, that's where you go to do it. Right. Like, you can't just complain every four years when a presidential cycle rolls around that you weren't heard. And that's one of the things... Well, that a yes, lot you of, can.
3: Well, you can, but
1: <laughs> it's not going to do anything. And that's one of the things that, you know, is unfortunate with the way Bernie Sanders' campaign turned out is there were a lot of rules in place prior to that campaign that basically killed it before it got started. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't have much of a chance. And you can't complain about that unless you get involved in that level of organization.
0: And it's a lot of work. So, I mean, the people, I mean, I know Sarah Scott. She's Sarah Scott. I'm sure you've heard of her. Mm -hmm. She's, she did Utah for Bernie. She's one of my heroes. She'll say that she admires me. She'll say that because she's so sweet. (laughs) But really, she's my hero because she's the one that organized all of that for Utah. She really is. She gets credit for that. And it was really neat to get to see that grow and see all the Utahns come to those rallies.
2: You know, one thing that I've noticed through all this insane craziness, the last five, six months, it's, it's put out a lot more interest than I think we've seen in a long time. My lifetime. More people came out Mm -hmm. to to not just elections, but everything overall in general. So many more people have been interested and, and made their voice heard and Although things didn't exactly go the way we wanted it, at least there was involvement. I mean, in, in years past, like nobody shows up to these town meetings, or like five or six people, or a dozen, right. thousands are showing up to them. Right? So it's amazing to see. Well, they're all paid, interest. Jeremy. They're all paid. <laughs> oh,
1: that's right.
0: Well, let me tell you, they're I all am, paid. I wish I was paid. So <laughs> for well,
1: because <for laughs> well, we talked to Sarah a few weeks ago, and Sarah, I mean, she talked about how that. Was it Sarah that set that uh, Facebook group up for the event for Chaffetz's Town Hall? Maybe That's Madalena? No. Was that
0: Madalena? No, it wasn't no, Sarah. No,
1: it wasn't Sarah. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. I was Maybe it was another podcast I was listening my, to. My sister was there. Yeah, your sister was there. But it started there. as just she like did. a just like a Facebook group <laughs> that sends out event invites to things like yeah. that. Utahns and
0: Speak Out yeah. is the group that yeah, yeah, started yeah. that. And they're fantastic. And just a bunch of people who are just tired of the system. So, but that's kind of what got me started with just being passionate about Bernie Sanders, and then going to the state convention. And I decided at the state convention I wanted to go to that different caucuses. Yeah. At the convention, and I chose to go to the women's caucus because I'm a woman. Weird. Weird. <laughs> women unite, Utah women unite. And so, but I'm a woman, so I went to the the um, the women's caucus and the progressive. And I want to go to all of them, but there's just you can't make them to all of them. Yeah. There's just no way. And I heard Misty speak. And I wound up on stage with her to help, you know, with her um, becoming, you know, nominated and being able to have that as an experience. That's probably one of her. She'll tell you that that's her 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 best moment. It was, was when, she was, when, was when she was in the caucus. And when she actually at the state convention, when they did the nominations and they went ahead and had the votes just her up on stage giving her her giving her speech that was her 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 shining moment her cinderella moment so and then i wasn't planning on being campaign manager but i knew i was going to help just didn't know that it would be to this capacity but i have managerial experience and (laughs) i can learn really quick and read a book really quick so i read a couple campaign manager books and I went to the Wellstone you YouTubed training, it, didn't you? I YouTubed it.
1: <laughs> Everything's on YouTube. The
0: YouTube, yes, you could do anything on there YouTube.
2: There was that. <laughs> That's a totally do list, but there was the the boner candidate last week about the doctor who did the surgery. Halfway through oh, surgery, yeah. stopped, went YouTube. YouTube. Oh, uh, it was still up <laughs> while well, his
4: patient During was dying. During the
2: woods, the patient died. <laughs> oh my died. gosh,
3: I haven't oh, seen that. I'm done, I missed that one.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it was yeah. still up on his computer when, when
4: the, when the patient died. Bountiful
0: yeah. But actually, you know, it's crazy because even like the FEC, they actually have YouTube videos for you to watch. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you can learn a ton. I mean, we had to There's just... There's so many
1: regulations. There
0: too. are. And... You know, I'm very thankful that I have the best treasure in the world and she's just amazing. She is, she's my mother in law. So, oh, cool. <laughs> and she's fantastic. But we had Trudy and I couldn't have done it without Trudy. Trudy's
2: Misty. amazing too. So, despite, oh, yeah. despite the outcome, I think, in my opinion, and I think in a lot of people's Misty's campaign did phenomenally better than most people even thought. Yes. I mean, the things you guys were able to accomplish with next to nothing and hardly any support
3: being all
4: grassroots. Well,
0: and grass it was roots. fun to
4: be there at mm-hmm. that night and see it was awesome how
1: popular she was yeah. and
0: Oh, the night of the election, yeah. So, <laughs> I, yeah. When, when I, we had to be her
1: bodyguard. This, <laughs>
0: yeah. Is, yeah. This, <laughs> yeah. is, this is our
1: podcast, so I'm going to bitch a little bit about the Democratic Party in the state of Utah. Okay. Can I
0: I can bitch, too. I can tell you all about about it. All right. Yeah, she (laughs) has good stories.
1: Here's what pisses me off the most, and this is why I have still yet to donate to the Democratic Party. I would get emails during the campaign that would say, hey, your 20 bucks will go a long way to help this candidate, this candidate, this candidate, this candidate. So basically all the major races from governor down to, you know, like county mayor type seats and no mention of Misty. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Are are you fucking kidding me? This is someone running for a federal level. You know, we get two of these. Everyone gets two of these. It's a Senate seat. And you're not even putting your fucking name in an email. And I know that money doesn't do shit for those candidates because it just goes into the Democratic Party's coffers and they may run some kind of ads or, you know, do some flyers. But at the end of the day, it doesn't go directly to the candidate. Like, can't you just fucking mention her name? You have lost the primary. Your dipshit lawyer that no one liked lost the fucking <laughs> primary to Misty. I'm a marriage counselor. Yeah, put your put your fucking <laughs> you know backing behind well, her. It, and it's not it doesn't cost a dime to put her name in that email. And she's making national headlines. Yeah. national news right. and right here in Utah. Just fucking support her in the email. If you can't even do that, that's just what was mind boggling to me. And then to see the amount of support she got at that Democratic watch party. Uh, was, was simply amazing.
0: You know, I, out of all the candidates, she was the most popular that night. That was her Cinderella night. We oh, yeah. lost and I get it, but that was her Cinderella night. And, and she her looked, speech
3: was amazing
0: too. It was absolutely amazing. So inspiring. And I think that, um, what people don't know in Utah is that she's inspired others. We have, other people across the nation that are stepping up and running, we have another transgender woman named Danny that's just amazing in Texas that she's running for her district. That's awesome. And um, she was inspired by Misty. And we've had people that have contacted me personally that said I was going to commit suicide and now I'm not hmm. because there's I have a reason to live. That's awesome. And I even had somebody that actually contacted the campaign and said I had swallowed a bottle of pills. I saw Misty on one of the shows or one of the news stations, I can't remember which one it was. I can't recall. And they actually call 911. And she basically, you know, helped save lives. And that's I think awesome. that that's, that's, that's huge.
3: I was at Jim Debacus's town hall almost two weeks ago. And uh, he gives an opportunity for people to stand up and, and ask questions when he's not derailed on, <laughs> on another conversation because he's so passionate. so I amazing. I love him. And... Um, he had this kid stand up and he was probably like a mid-twenties, you know, and Jim Jim is our only gay senator. And the kid said, "I, I am a gay man and I want to be part of politics. You know, how do we how do I get more involved and how, you know, how do we, how do we make this happen? <laughs> you know, we need more representation and absolutely. And so I pulled them aside after and I said, you should
0: really contact Miss D. Gay's no. She'll talk to him. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is she will. I mean, she's, she's helped so many people, you know, since that time, some of them have decided, Oh, this is way too much for me. I didn't know it was that. It's involved. All hard, yeah. It is. And so, and to be honest with you during the campaign, I think I slept maybe three hours a night. And then, um, I, I was going to pull my hair out half the time. So <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it was like five steps forward, twenty steps back, a hundred steps forward, five <laughs> steps back. It's very, very emotional. And then you have people that are always telling you you're doing a great job or you're horrible. So right. that's definitely like a difficult no thing. So it's it. no-, no,
1: no one goes. You're doing an okay job. Yeah, you're just, just you're just getting it. <laughs>
0: like, it's it's tough. It's a tough job, and so I personally, for me, I don't think I ever want to do it again. So, but <laughs> I've developed a relationship with Misty that's going to be for a forever relationship. That's so fantastic. she's family. Yeah. She came to my house for Thanksgiving, and you that's know. I know
2: having her, we, we did our <laughs> our snowstorm report <laughs> mm-hmm. for about a month. Um, we
3: never did a follow up with her. No. We try,
2: We've tried to. We need yeah. to. But. But seeing her progress, even in off. that even in that month or so time that we had her on every week, just seeing her progress and open mm-hmm. up, and it, it was really cool to see. Because at first...
3: You get an ambusher
0: at Harmon's.
2: <laughs> at first, <laughs> she kind of had a hard time opening up, and maybe it was us. We intimidate people, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so scary. But then after we a little are. while, it
2: was fun to see her, like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: smile and become more personable. And it was really cool to see, to see the... the just the advance and and the way she changed Mm -hmm. and opened up. And I think she became a little more comfortable, which I'm not sure how comfortable you could ever be running like that, but it was cool to see.
0: Was definitely, was great. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what she's going to do in the future. So, and I will definitely be her emotional support all the way through. So I, um, we'll be friends like the whole time and I could talk to her probably, I would say at least twice a week.
3: We'll be here for That's her, fun. whatever she mm-hmm. decides to yeah. do. We'll give her whatever time she wants.
0: Yep. We, I appreciate that. So I know she appreciates that. She's great. She's a wonderful human.
2: My favorite,
1: my favorite part of that whole campaign, I think, was the night that she debated Mike Lee down in Provo. <laughs> That I was agree. Awesome. And, and wow. just yeah. the the question, the question <laughs> on um, yeah, I think it was the trade quote, the trade. Agreement yeah, question. the trade. And mm-hmm. she gave her answer. And Mike's face and was, was the, like, yeah, uh. his face was <laughs> like, oh my god, who is this person? I need to and take it seriously, know so much?
4: and then you start seeing all sorts scientists. of campaign ads. Yeah, yeah.
1: like like that. Yeah. That was the point. Like you saw, because he wasn't campaigning at all. He wasn't going to any any events. Could he you wasn't f- Could you feel it
3: in the air while you were there? Like just that people got it on <laughs> you, that campus.
0: Wow, I have to tell you about that about that day. That out of everything, I see how I sit up straight and I'm all excited. <laughs> so, um, out of everything about the campaign. The moment that was best for me was the debate. She put in over 90 hours of debate prep. We hired an entire team. Actually, they were just volunteers. We mm-hmm. ran her through the <laughs> <raider> <laughs>
3: gauntlet through too. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, really, people weren't being paid to help her. I mean, it was just really – we really got some awesome, experienced people with political science degrees. And we did research and we – busted our tails off day and night and then she was prepared she wasn't even nervous she was completely yeah she She had it and going shopping Trudy had a blast Trudy took that on and they had a great time my husband was the her chauffeur to bring her down there we got out there and it was royal treatment i was surprised how well byu treated us it was absolutely the royal treatment i mean i was shocked and i think that they knew that they were on the spotlight You know, and they had a Coke for her in the fridge. I don't know who told them that she drank Coke, (laughs) a Diet Coke for me. And then uh, we had our own personal assistants the whole day. And we were there a day. It wasn't just like what you saw. It wasn't just a couple hours. No, we were there all day. And then um, the most interesting thing was how many times I had to shake Michael Lee's hand. How many times, (laughs) you know? And every single time, I'll be honest, he's not going to hear this anyways. I almost threw up. (laughs) Did you have to wash your hands? Lots hand sanitizers. (laughs) (laughs) I had hand sanitizer. But you know, I'm short. You've seen how short I am. Mm -hmm. He comes up to about here on me. That is stool for him to stand on during the debate. <laughs> yeah. He's so, short.
1: He's really short. He's really
0: short. He comes up to about here on I me. Mean, and, and we're short. He's got an inferiority uh, yeah, And complex. he does definitely. And wow, he so is, you. you know what's so crazy though is on all the pictures, he's, he kind of looks like a weasel, but in reality, he's actually pretty handsome. Man, he's very charismatic, which is weird. I can't believe I'm saying that. TV makes him look like a weasel. He d- I, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Whoa. yeah. But you know, it was, it, it, it was, it was a very, special moment when she was at byu yeah of
2: all places of all places
0: and basically telling them that they, they that they need to show love and kindness towards the lgbt yeah, well, community
2: she got the only standing
1: ovation a
0: standing ovation which is
1: you know in a in an event where they're not supposed that's to applaud yeah, i mean, that's, they're not uh-uh. and so when it happens you know it's a really moving moment because they are i mean even in like the presidential debates it happens like the crowd gets moved it, certain points and so for that to happen is
0: they really didn't stop it either it was pretty cool so but the moderator invited us to an event afterwards where it was just students and the campaign managers and misty and mike lee and i got pulled aside by three different kids that were in the lgbt community and they said i'm gay i need help and i came here because i know that you know you can help
3: i just met over the weekend um at the drag dinner show that I do two kids that started the LGBT group down at BYU. And now they're in the process of working on an alumni group that will go around to the high schools and, and build their own groups. Awesome. awesome.
0: Yeah. It's pretty amazing. We need to have that. So, and that's why I'm staying in Davis County. I'm not leaving Davis County cause there's not enough support. And
1: there's not.
0: I am taking everything from the campaign that I've learned and I'm going to try to grow things. Out that way.
2: So that that is a good question. What's next for you?
0: um For me, I am the chair for Utah Women Unite for Davis County. So, and really, Utah Women Unite is just the most awesome, you know, non profit organization. Yeah. Yeah. They're on. Yeah, if you guys if you guys
1: want to listen to it, uh, I don't remember what it's the episode funny. title is, but yeah, oh, it's yeah. oh, holy cow, right. She's right. got heat a heated toilet seat. That's the episode. <laughs> you know. I love Sarah. She's just awesome. <laughs>
0: we went to um, a restaurant after um, one of the events that we just did for the um, International Women's.
3: Was um, that the one on the The
0: one, eighth? one on the 8th. I actually convinced my um, House District Rep, Rep Carrie Ann Lisenby, ooh, to actually speak with me, and she invited me on the floor. Great. And I invited her. her to go see a movie called Equal Means Equal. Everybody should see that. It's the most important movie. It's episode
3: 39, by the way. Equal oh, Means for,
1: Equal.
0: Oh, for Sarah. For Sarah. Okay, it's, I'll have to look it up. I'll have to look up Sarah.
1: Like, I don't remember
2: talking about Equal she, Means Equal. She can outswear Chris. That was pretty yeah. impressive.
0: You know, yeah, she she's awesome. So I actually, <laughs> it is, it, it's funny because when I first met her, I wanted to be able to be friends with her because she gives an energy that, how can you not be attracted to that energy, right? So she's just amazing, and she's got a heart of gold. She's a fighter. She's scrappy. Yeah, she's scrappy fighter. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you you got involved with women, you know, right? And women, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: And World I think World's. that the reason I chose that is because they actually teach you, and you learn on your own on how much you you want to put into it, on how to understand, read, study Senate bills and House bills, and how to actually go in and talk to your senators, and that it's amazing how many people in Utah don't know that there's a difference between like a federal and a state, and a state senator. Scary. Wow. And you'll ask, well, what, what district are you in for your senator? And they're like, Oh, I'm in um, state district. Mike Lee. No, no not-, <laughs> not no. So give, it up yeah, together. So give,
3: give some examples for people that might not know.
0: So, yeah. So what you can do is you can go on to the government website. Is that le.gov. Right. It is. And then you can actually put in your address and you can find out who your house district rep is and who your Senate district would be. And there's twenty nine senators. And so but it's been great to be able to And they help sit in really, really old desks. Really old desks and my senator refused to speak with me. So Jerry Stevenson, I'm not too impressed. But That's lame. Yeah, pretty lame, but my rep. Why why least, do you why do you think that is? What do you think that it is
3: complacency on their part or intimidation that they might actually have to have a conversation with real
0: people Um, I think that they knew that a group of women were out there and they think that we're just whining and that's not the case we know what we're talking about we know what we're doing and you're not just a dumb we're housewife. not just nope we're not i'm not I'm definitely <laughs> whoa no i can account for that she's not <laughs> no so my husband is like yeah i'm lucky i married a feminist so <laughs> he's the, he can be the housewife but not dumb <laughs> so he's he's, he's an a awesome guy, nice guy yeah. He's he a he's a very good guy i'm glad to be married to him my husband's amazing i couldn't do this without him you can never go into anything political and unless you're you awesome kids too yeah
1: so you're gonna try Thank to you. oust the, uh, the current sitting senator for your district?
0: So I am going to try to um, rip out my oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just tear it off like a my
0: um, my house district rep. So I plan on I'm keeping track of her voting record. I'm planning on not just tearing her out, but I ripping imagine, it apart. What's that movie where they like? Is that Indiana Jones where they reach in and grab the heart? The heart. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be Temple doing that. Doom. So, so it, I mean, that's my goal.
1: What? So who who is your house district up again? Um Carrie Ann
0: Lizenby. Carrie Ann Lizenby. So okay. she's the one that came up with the um House Bill one ninety eight where um an eighteen year old can now carry Oh yeah, concealed yeah. weapons. That's so that's, yeah, well, well, so that's
1: her. At least they can't do it without a permit. And then <laughs> At least I got stripped so
0: I tried to have a conversation her. with her and I just I j it, it used Ray, like talking to a brick wall.
2: Raise alcohol tax, lower the legal drinking limit right. and give 18 year olds guns.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now we just need big fireworks. We did great
2: this and, time. And
0: then I tried really hard <laughs> to be able to help her understand that the ta- that the tax exemption for like tampons Yeah, like hello. That helps the elderly yeah. too. I mean elderly people yeah. they use like nosebleeds right so i mean (laughs) right so for really you can use those for nosebleeds too and for starting a campfire so (laughs) 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 but 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 she's just not a good person as far as like being in this and she ran uncontested that's what's so crazy is we didn't have a democrat in that role to be able to run against her just because so
2: that's part of what women's unite is doing, is keeping an eye on those sorts of things?
0: Well, we're not, we're not political. So, I mean, this is, this is me talking. So, I'm definitely not talking on behalf of Utah Women Unite at all because, you know, I'm not, uh, um an an executive director. So, but in Davis County, I am trying to help grow it with their help and making sure that the work we're, Obeying the bylaws, yeah, and, and it's not
1: partisan, right? It's, it's not
0: partisan, so it's just
1: about getting women
0: women together educated. to teach them how yeah. to be uh, able to read a bill and understand the Equal Rights Amendment. But we need to have it just ratified be and be involved in the community service things mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, we're having a, um, a a gala on Friday night on the 17th. I Heard about it? Look, I even have your so, all of your activities coming up
2: in the events. Good,
0: yeah. So we're we talking. have that.
2: We'll be mentioning that,
0: and then. Yeah. Woohoo! I'm glad you have that. And then Saturday we're doing the the um the women's march for St. Patty's, and so that's what I'm doing. I am thinking about potentially running for something in Davis County. I haven't announced a candidacy yet. I'll make sure my parents vote for you. You got a little
3: while. (laughs) while.
0: Oh, this would be for the Democratic Party. I'm considering, but nothing's been announced for the actual party. So, oh great. mm -hmm. But I'm just going to really look at, can I do all of this? So
1: Well, it's a lot to take on and, and you have kids. Right? My
0: kids are older, thank goodness. I know. It's so, so much Makes nicer, it easier. It? Twenty-two, yep. He's almost 22 and 13, so... Your 13-year-old was awesome during the campaign. Yeah, yeah he, I mean, he's a pretty little popular kid. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> when it comes, He's a good you know. helper. Yeah, I think Isaac it would be proper. nice to
2: know, though, when, when there are situations like that where there's somebody uncontested to be able to stand up and say, hey, hello, anybody...
0: That's why we it need to have s- we need to have somebody in the Democratic, you know, um, right? Who can party that can blow they can that whistle? Say, hey,
2: look, we need right. somebody. It Even happens. if you
0: just stick somebody's name in there, throw the, on the ballot. So um, it's, I'm surprised how easy it is to learn the process, though. Once you're actually in, yeah, it's not that difficult. So you so, know, but pretty good so but i'm looking forward to that as far as misty goes we're gonna continue to support each other she'll support me in whatever i want to do and i'll support her and whatever she wants to do so
2: is she gonna be running for something or is that's she's still kind of deciding think... what her next step is
0: so she has things that she's going to be doing so but at the right time at the right moment things have got to be done very in order for what she's planning on doing i mean it has to be steps and mm-hmm. and she's Learn so much from this process. She's going to make sure what she does next is very planned and organized. So
2: not make the same mistakes, but right. but also learn from what did go right and use that
1: to he right. This, this may not be for her, but I'm just going to put this out there. We need a strong candidate to run against chief. It's um,
0: OK. Can I talk to you about that for just a minute? Yes. So, um, so there
1: is one. See, he? Well, he's already got Republican uh, challengers. He has. Well, two. This yeah. is the
0: problem. So um, just be, and I'm not going to I'm not going to. Bad talk, okay. I'm going to be real. You can do whatever you want. So we do not, we do not support a candidate because they have four hundred eighty thousand dollars in the bank. That's bullshit. No, oh. that is bullshit. We support a candidate who actually can be able to carry a conversation, understands the well, it's the, like you said, a platform, a having platform. a platform, not just that this is what I stand for and this is how I feel. Feelings are great, whatever. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, feelings so don't
1: get you anywhere. Don't don't get you DC. anywhere.
0: You know, and I think that. Some of the things that have concerned me, really concerned me, is that people are so emotional that they're throwing their money because they're terrified.
3: Well, we did a story, was it two weeks ago, that there are people in D.C. Yeah, that DC are throwing are so money at his... the um, Damien um, Kidd, is that his name? I think so. Um, that is the Republican. Yeah, that running it, against. because Citizens of D.C. want him out.
1: Because he sits on the committee that gets to govern dc essentially it's it's
0: terrifying yeah. i mean he is a i think he is as bad as trump and well and so, let's not
1: forget jason chaffetz how he got where he was at he used to work for governor huntsman way back way back when he was like his chief mm-hmm. of staff or something and he would schedule he would double book huntsman at different venues and then he would show up and say oh well he couldn't make it today so i'm here in his stead speaking on his behalf on on the behalf of the the governor's office huntsman yes. found out about it and and fired, him. And fired his ass
4: he was a it, it was basically he was collecting off of, double, like booking fees and stuff. Well, and it
1: was it was less about the money, I think, and more about the name recognition, because then he was getting his name out there in all the places the Huntsman was supposed to be, you know, for speaking engagements with you know potential donors and, and voters. Oh, he's such a rat. And, and then he runs for the house and gets the seat. Uh, and now he's you a guys, piece of shit but on the hill. he
3: is going to sleep on a cot and work for the people. His and use his like own buttles.
1: personal email. Oh. His oh. eyes look like sphincters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: You'll never be able to look at him the same again now that I've said that.
0: I'm proud that Utah has done the townhouses. There, It's amazing, yes. and I think it's amazing. The next one's going to be for Chris Stewart on the 24th. He's Misty will be up. there. Yes, Misty's going to come, just so you know. Misty will be there. I'm taking her. So, okay. <laughs> go. So, but anyhow, the whole thing is that we need to make sure that we're getting a candidate in there that actually understands the issues and they actually understand what's going on and they're not just looking at something on Facebook and saying, oh, it's fact. Because there are so many things that are out there that are not fact. Coming from both sides. Yes. And so, I mean, coming from both sides. And it's really scary when you get all that money before you even have a campaign manager or treasurer. Do you know what determines... Who decides to have a town hall
3: and why more don't? I mean, I guess I could ask another well,
0: senator. But. Well, I personally think with the town halls, I could we be just totally Because
3: we just see the same people. I mean, the stewards to the backses, uh, you know, doing it. And then the ones that are too chicken to do it. So,
0: Yeah. So I think that what's going to start happening is that... Citizens, you're going to see them do town halls and invite them. If they don't come, they're going to do it anyways. And they're going to start making videos and start sending them to the senators and being like, you weren't here and posting things all over YouTube, Facebook, tw- you know, the, um, Twitter. They're going to be able to just make, a- make their voices heard, even if the senator doesn't show up. Good. And so, and that's kind of the plan. So do you think people will, Continue this drive that they have right now? I do. I didn't think so at first, but the reason I think so is because we have groups like Indivisible Utah, you know, who are, you know.
1: So you think they'll be able to carry this into the next election in in a year? I think that
0: they'll be able to carry it into 2020. But I think that what's going to have to happen is people are going to have 2018 and then 2020. Yeah,
1: I was going to say 2018 is actually 2018, right? 2018 and
0: then, you know, 2020. That's why I corrected myself. (laughs) So absolutely. But I think that. What's going to happen is people are going to have burnouts, activism burnouts, and then you know they're going to have to like have a plan of okay when I burn out, so when should I get back in? And I had a burnout work two weeks I didn't do anything. Yeah. Like I seriously just sat on the couch and ate Cheetos. Well, you also you know? ran
1: an insane campaign, uh-huh. so. <laughs> so so that is a question. How do you think
2: we can keep people interested? What can we keep, do keep them to keep interested, interested and keep
1: them from burning out? Because what m- my concern is that they'll. They start getting in. They're active. Well, every and go, weekend is
3: a protest of something. Yeah. And
1: well, and then and you get to that point in, out. let's say, eight to twelve months, and you burn out. But well, then the now, election rolls along. Yeah, eight to twelve months. That's the time you need to start becoming active for the twenty eighteen election.
0: I think what I'm going to try to do. I can only speak for myself. Is I'm going to try to, okay, let's let's use this time for education. So let's use this time to use plus, um, you know platforms like social media to be able to talk about you know here are the facts what can we do and how can we really organize if we have all these different groups and there's so many of them they're all doing the same thing we're wasting time we're wasting money right. we're, re- we're wasting resources so you know, instead let's take those leaders and come to the table right and come up with things that people want to show up to so in, pro- so,
2: in my opinion protests have a time and place but protests just protest after protest after protest. Let's it take that whiny, energy. Bitty, a Let's bit. take that energy and put it in education, action, in action instead mm-hmm. of yeah. just protesting.
0: Right, and so, and that's where I am. So I actually don't go to protests. Um, just be, I I really don't. The only ones I'll go to, honestly, are the ones for like Standing Rock and for like um ice. You know, well, and
2: like I think, of, th- I think they that's, have their that's place. Important, they very but, like, definitely have their place.
0: They do. So I mean, if somebody's being all of a sudden, you know, arrested and torn out of a mosque, I don't like that. That's like but I'm going to go out there and say something, but, but I, I from think a Walmart if you, parking lot where your what, family doesn't know
1: where you're going. I think if you, I think if you put two thousand people up on Capitol Hill here, here, here in Utah. There's some impact there. But at the end of the day, it's not as impactful as standing in front of construction equipment over at Standing Rock. Right. You know, there's, there's right. Those are the
0: real heroes. heroes. I mean, in my opinion, out of every single thing that we've seen in 2016, the people that are heroes, I'm sorry to, to, to burst anybody's bubble if they think that they were so amazing and wonderful, but those Native American tribe tribal leaders right. that... Stood at Standing Rock. I mean, how I I couldn't do it. Getting I'm not brave enough. Getting and hosed, the hosed I mean, getting hosed down, and getting hosed weather. down. I mean, those are the heroes, and I think that um, I hope that that goes down in the history books as real history, and that is yeah. you know, and I hope that people know that Obama made a mistake. He should have done more. And I think you that should have
1: done more sooner, too. Sooner,
0: and I think that people may be angry with me for saying that. And I'd not, it's not I'd rather have it's Obama real. than anybody else, but it's true. So those are the heroes. And Misty's a hero too because she stood up. And mm-hmm. you know that's the
2: thing not just not just protest, but actually do something. Be
0: active, right? yeah. Do, so, just do activism, right? And there's ways to do it. And you, I mean, you can stand up. And I think that, like what Misty always says, you know anybody can be a voice. Anybody can run. That's the beauty for, of democracy. Right. And that's what scares me and I want to encourage everybody if you are in, you know, congressional district number 3, don't be afraid of a $480,000 Easter basket that basically was just prize money for t- tweeting a tweet. I'm not saying that she won't be great. Maybe she can. I hope she proves us all wrong. Well, a lot of people made a really
3: good point that that is just a crowdfunding. It's not campaign. So nice. she can use it for whatever she chooses. Yeah. a house, a it's car, vacation. It's not tied vacation. to FEC regulation.
0: But, but once she did go ahead and declare her, her candidacy, once she declared it, that's not the case anymore. That's good to know. So once she declared her candidacy, that's not her money.
1: That's good to know.
0: So, um, well,
2: I'm just hoping that mm-hmm. we can see a turnover. It's kind of the big picture.
0: Well, I just these hope guys that,
2: have been in office for so long. We just need to get yeah, them Let's out. not talk about. Mr. We need Hatch. to get some
0: <laughs> right fresh <laughs> blood
2: in there, some new ideas. <laughs> I want
0: to see some 18, 19, 20, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Yeah. You know, I want to see or that. Hatch wow. just Progre- he's like well, well, we progress, like progress so fast. If,
1: if we can get a lot of those younger kids in. Just in the at the caucus level, just in in the the state party representative level, we'll start to see a bigger change in who runs and the Thank campaign support they get from the the parties. So.
0: I mean, there's a young girl by the name of Justice Forshee. She I just love her to pieces. I think she's 18. She's brilliant. She's smarter than I am by 500 times, and she's 18. And so, I really hope to see her, you know, take that knowledge and take that and be able to take that plunge in the future so we have people that want that have the knowledge that just maybe need to be mentored
3: yeah uh, as as older generation if we're making sure that those kids are steered that and that they know that they can I think that that's part of the problem is you know
4: they then, don't know so how it's intimidating to yeah.
3: look at
2: these old or they guys get up told yeah right
0: yeah. or they get told oh you have pink hair and tattoos you can't go do anything mm-hmm. you know that's just it's ridiculous yeah, it's absolutely so. not true
1: mm-hmm all right. Yeah. You guys have anything else? Because I have one more really important question. Ask the big one. Because I mean, you've been in Utah for a long time. You've chosen to live here at this mm-hmm. point. Um, what's one thing you would tell someone they have to do before leaving the state if they came to visit?
0: If they were if they were leaving to they, li- they leaving come Utah. to visit. So they
1: come to visit Utah. What do they have to do before they leave? The
0: one thing. The one yeah. thing, the one thing that they would this. have to do before they leave. This is my own personal opinion. I think it would be absolutely awesome for them to come out to Antelope Island because I live by there. And um, it is just an awesome state park that I don't. I think people kind of forgot, forget about. It's a little bit stinky. It kind of smells like the Great Salt Lake. Half of it
2: burned last summer. It did.
0: So you're right. <laughs> but I would want them to see that. And I think I would want them to see that because when I've gone bike riding out there and gone hiking out there, it's part of the reason i decided to to move out to syracuse and there are no antelope only bison <laughs> but it's a happy little place and they happy have like bison yeah they ha- and there's a pretty cool there's you know photo ops
1: there. there aren't there what happy mule deer
3: you can float in the water there
1: well, that's, without like even a, having to try the like dead sea and then you'll smell like Brine shrimp.
0: I absolutely get a kick out of tourists that bring their swimsuits and all of their tubing gear and they get there, and and they and get like, there like, Oh, there's no water. <laughs> I can't really do anything here. But yeah, I would love to, to, to see people actually um go visit there and bring some money into Syracuse because we're it's pretty pathetic. So <laughs> we need to have a better infrastructure for sure. So but that's what I would hope.
1: Very cool. Well, Ginevra,
2: thanks for uh, chatting with us yeah. today. It's, uh, it's been a good chat. We're excited to see what's next for you guys. And yeah,
0: let us absolutely. know.
3: We're we're here for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So definitely keep Utah Women Unite on the radar, so for sure. We love them. We'll talk about them soon. Oh, cool. Thanks. thanks. Thank you. Yep, absolutely.
1: All right, well, thanks again for uh, the interview, <laughs> Ginevra. Um, we really appreciate it and, and loved having you on. Uh, don't forget, there are some events coming up uh, for Utah Women Unite. Yeah,
3: this weekend they have—they're going to be part of the parade, and they have their own gala that will be
4: happening.
1: And then, uh, of course, you know, go to Fanex if you want; it's a fun event. <laughs> if you um, want,
4: go <laughs> to the soccer game.
1: Uh, go to the soccer game. They need your support. Eat um, some pie, and eat some pie, um, and. Uh, have
4: a good, but not uh, the ones at the not the ones at the gas station. Oh Don't eat anything frozen. Don't Somebody just make your own head, right? damn pie.
2: We should probably tell people where they could find us.
1: Uh, oh yeah, so on Twitter we're at at uh, TNU Podcast, um, on Facebook at the New Utah Podcast, and then uh, our website is thenewutah.wordpress.com for now, and um, I say for now because eventually we'll put it into a real domain, um, and uh, like us. Uh, if you like our stuff, share it, retweet it, and um, we had quite the buzz on our Twitter's the last couple yeah, days. Yeah, and 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 leave a leave a review on Stitcher or iTunes or wherever else you might listen to the show. Um, that's it. So uh, hopefully we'll find the dog and have a good, night. good night, everybody.